Hello, it's Arlen. Welcome back to your first million. It's January 30th. It's Saturday morning, afternoon. And I was just having a conversation with my wife, Anna, who goes by Queer German Girl on Twitter and Instagram. And we were just talking and I um, started recording. I asked her if I could record some of it. And so this is uh, us talking at the breakfast table just a few minutes ago. So we didn't, I had no idea where we were going to have this conversation, let alone record it. And I didn't know what we were going to be talking about completely. But the overall topic is COVID and um, yeah, what goes along with that. So if you're interested in this, take a listen. If you like this episode, let us know and we'll do more of it and different topics. And uh, if you have any comments or response to what we talked about, would love to hear from you. You can find me at Arlen Was Here on Instagram and Twitter, A-R-L-A-N Was Here. You can find Anna at Queer German Girl. Enjoy, hopefully. Um, like when I, when you think about people in our old apartment, who... Oh. <laughs> People in our old apartment who obviously had some sort of money to be able to afford to live there, and they chose not to wear masks or to... But generously invited us into the elevator with them. Yes, as if, you know, oh, we're we're good. And it it felt like, it really did feel like that they thought that having money added a layer, a sheath of protection. protection. like a body, full body condom, if you will, <laughs> from COVID because Absolutely. they had money because mm-hmm. they weren't slumming it out yep. uh, amongst the people walking the street to yeah. work. So, what <laughs> and you you're young, you know, you're like I don't know, thirty six. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and that's another thing people say when they're when they're given the argument about whether or not they're gonna risk getting COVID for something stupid. They'll say, "Well, I'm young, and it's not gonna affect me." Yeah. But what happens when you say that? You, you, first of all, it's already been proven in the nearly 500,000 deaths in the United States that you can be 22, you can be 18, you can be 35, you can, you can be 50. Be any, you can age. Die, any and, age. And die. you can die when you don't have a pre-existing condition or you don't know that you have one. Because exactly. you can go to the hospital and they find out you have something. Yeah, I, I mean, I just read it. about this dude on Wipeout, yeah. the, the TV show. That's like a, a contestant thing. He had a, a con, he had a heart failure. Yes, he was in his thirties. Oh. He f- had heart failure, and it was something. He was ninety percent blocked in his arteries. Oh God! And he didn't know that, and yeah. they didn't even know that when they took the little test that they took for Wipeout. And so, how do you know you're not walking around with a pre-existing condition? In I think in Spain there was a, a soccer player that was early in the pandemic. It was like a really young guy, and he was so fit, but he went to the hospital with COVID, and then they found out he had leukemia, oh, and wow. he died really wow. fast. Wow! Yeah. So the whole point is, we're not trying to scare everybody. <laughs> we're not trying to, whatever, be doomsday. But the point is that it's not worth a lot of things that people are risking their lives and other people's lives to do because you don't know. Because if you don't. You're know. risking your life or the lives of your. Loved yeah, and ones. that's the pre-existing. You yes. do know scientifically, yes. data-driven. You do know that you are risking something. You are risking something. Something anyway. 
So let's yeah. talk about, you know, going to work, especially things that you have to leave your house to do. And we're, you and I are privileged enough where we don't have to leave our house to work, exactly. to, to make cash and, and, and pay for our stuff. Yes. But if you do have to go to work, especially if you're a gig worker, you're, I mean, come on, healthline worker, all of that, those people have to go to work. They have to, they to, have to leave their house and, and break the bubble in order to make ends meet. Now, of course, there's a lot of stuff for the government we want them to do. We want them to be helpful and make that not the case. But the case is right now, they yeah. do have to do that. Yeah. So they're risk every day they go out and they and risk they're always something. jobs that are essential. You can't, you, they're always going to be there. So, yes. Yeah. And they risk something, even if it's yeah. the people who are like delivering food yeah. to me so that I don't have to cook, yeah. I'll go out to the grocery store. Yeah. All of that is uh, helping the whole system work. Exactly. So when you go out, when someone goes out and they risk the same, they take the same risk, but they do it to go get the latest sneaker or yeah. to go to a movie theater or to go to a restaurant and have brunch. And I, brunch is on my list now because <laughs> I have been in the car, the rental car that I have. Yeah. To, and that, that I've used maybe once per month since I've had it to just extend it. <laughs> That's how much I use it. But when I go to extend it, I'll pass by in Los Angeles. When, when it's open, I'll pass by people. They're in Hollywood and Highland and they're with these really, you know, they're like, what are you doing there? Like, why do you have to be at Hollywood and Highland right Line now? Line up for something. Yeah, why is not a COVID test. Yeah, why are you lined up? Why are you taking pictures outside of the theater? Why are you doing that? And you came in from New York, you came in from Florida, came in from Arkansas. Why do you need to do First that? First of right all, now? it's not that great. <laughs> so I'm saying, why are you doing <laughs> Even that? Even when it's no pandemic. And I, I asked the question. I also understand one of the answers is that it's cheaper. It is cheaper right now because people, are, they, the airlines need you to travel. I also understand the idea of you, uh, you know, you need, like, to not, um, <laughs> you need something in your life to keep you hopeful. Yes. Um, you need to be outside and maybe see something and yes. be around life. Absolutely. And if you don't have what we describe and that yes. we have, so we're talking about a few groups of people. Yeah. We start off by talking about the people who have a lot and a lot of access, but still are causing trouble for themselves yeah. and, and, and risking things they don't have to risk. And then we're talking about people who do need to risk certain things to, to work. But then we're talking about, we're, we're moving now to like people who don't have the ability to have a super comfortable lifestyle under, yeah. under quarantine. And so they're like, I need some freedom. And when I say this, by the way, I'm talking yeah. about people that I care about too yeah. and people that I know. And I'm also thinking about what I would have done in a different situation. So I'm not trying to be super... I'm not trying to be super judgmental. I am being super judgmental, but I'm not trying to be. I'm trying to really see it from people's points of view. Yeah. But it's like a little by little people start to understand. Like over the past 10 months, yeah. people start to understand, oh, it is really serious. It is. It's not like, it's not like uh, opinion yeah. that, the, that COVID is dangerous. Yeah. It is fact. It is science. Yeah. And I know more people who believe in science who still will take their whole family to the beach in front of everybody with no social distancing because that is their right as an American to do. Yeah. Or as a European to do or as an Australian to do. Australia, big ups, you know what you're doing. But you know what I'm saying? Like, no one is trying to take that from you. 
honestly. You may think people are because it's happening, but it's happening to all of us at the same time. Exactly. So that's the part that I can't get my head around is who do they think is is causing this? Yeah. I don't see many people blaming a higher power. Yeah. They're blaming more like other people. Yeah. For a for a scientific anomaly. Yeah. Right? So I don't know. I I guess <laughs> Okay, some people blame China. Some people blame China. Yeah, yeah. racist. Yeah. Yes. Um well not China. If you're not racist if you blame China, yeah. but you're definitely skirting racism when you when you first of all don't know if someone is Chinese or not based on looking at them first of all. Second of all, when you just say that it was that people now it's the African disease and South African disease and now it's the Mexican this and that. Yeah, a, yeah, yeah. I haven't heard one person say the US di- strain, the US disease because we too yeah. are spreading it like crazy yes. and we're traveling other places yeah. and spreading it. So yes. it's just so it's so weird that part of it is so weird to me too. And I know so many people who are friends and strangers who have, of, of Asian descent who are uh, yelled at in the streets or called things or people stand further away from them. Uh, it, it's like, okay, your racism taught you how to socially distance. How about your common sense tells you to socially <laughs> distance too? Yeah. <laughs> it's so, that is, so silly. Yeah. yeah. But so I, what I want to accomplish is I want to not be so angry when I see people lined up for the next Furby doll. Okay, but how can you not be angry? <laughs> I don't know. I guess, am I am I being unreasonable? I mean, um, I guess that's more like a personal question because you got to know where to apply your anger and how much energy you have because like you got to know where where you have the space um, to be angry about different things emotionally if you have a certain bandwidth mm-hmm. um, but um, I guess also we get angry about different things you know yeah. well you and I get angry similarly yes when it comes to COVID stuff <laughs> yeah absolutely we both are yelling get off my lawn kind of situation <laughs> all the time all the time and I'm not I, I would say I, I kind of like keep myself not angry at a lot of things oh yeah you're completely you're so zen and you're so like reasonable but that flares up why does that flare up in a different way uh because it is it is so easily to avoid um to kill people at such a high rate (laughs) and um i think there are a lot of things we can be angry about all the time and a lot of bad things happening all the time every day and um a lot of those things are more subtle and they're so complex. There are so many different issues connected um, with all kinds of things. Um, but but this is so simple mm-hmm. because, because think about how do you spread a virus or how to not spread a virus. How to not spread it is to not meet a bunch of people you know mm-hmm. and and go to you... brunch go to applebee's <laughs> why are you still going to applebee's <laughs> what i've been to applebee's i have never been to applebee's <laughs> let me tell you it is not worth dying okay okay uh, not, you don't even serve tamales there so it's not i can tell you it's not worth dying it's <laughs> it's so easy to not to be a person who i mean to to not unnecessarily necessarily 
contribute to this mm-hmm. and still people are not ready to do that and then I think if they're not ready to contribute to literally the death of thousands of people alone in this country every day then what are they even willing to do you know yeah if it's just means it's patriotism that, yeah is not you don't have spreading. to go to war you just have to sit on your, on your um, ad, you can encourage me. You sit on your butt and watch Netflix. Yes. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I mean, I see what you're saying, and I agree. It's with you. never been easier because you have you have like things like you have all this entertainment at home. You know, 50 years ago, people didn't have like all this stuff at home, and you know, like it, it's it's so easy now. It's Arlen just popping in here to say this episode is brought to you by my book, It's About Damn Time. You can check it out at itsaboutdamntime.com, at your indie bookstore, uh, Amazon, everywhere else, audio, ebook, hard copy, paperback in some cases. Check it out, itsaboutdamntime.com. If you haven't already picked it up, what are we waiting on? If you have, you know you got to gift that to somebody else or donate it to your local library or pick it up at your local library. You don't even have to pay for it. If you want to grab it at the library or do it over a an audio option at the library, please do that. I just want you to read it, and I just want you to tell everybody you know about it, and I just want you to uh, listen to this episode with my wife and I talking. This is what happens when you don't have a script. So basically what you're saying is that it's never been easier to save a life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's never been easier to not kill your fellow humans. Yes. Yeah. We're asking you to socially distance when yeah. you have to go out. Yeah. We're asking you not to go out every single time you think you do. Yeah. Wear a mask or two, depending on what science you listen to. And also, let's talk a little bit about... Um, like I said before, I'm I'm definitely in a privileged position and in many ways, not just uh, financially, but um, uh, kind of like I am an introvert, so I'm really comfortable being away from people for a long amount of time. There are people like my brother who is, I, I have so much respect for him because, he, and my mother, I have so much respect for her because they have to be around people to get, feel energy, feel energized, you mm-hmm. know, and they're, they're doing such a good job, in my opinion, of fighting against that. Yeah. And some of it with my brother has been harder because it, it goes in waves. And so when he thinks it's getting better out there, he'll go back out and I have to say, well, that may be the that may seem right, but you have to hold on a little bit longer and then it'll be really right to go out. Yeah. So we've had these great conversations about it. But for the people who like do you know people who really are missing that interaction more so than maybe I would or even you would? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's also a thing. I know that I'm an introvert and I think in the first few weeks of the pandemic, I realized it the most because like people meeting other people like and doing having like parties and I'm like, I don't even want to meet people yeah. right now. Even if there were like, COVID, I wouldn't. Yes, I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and I mean, it's, it's interesting though, because 
the question is just like what kind of risks are you going to take right and and the idea of just being responsible with the amount of contact you have and being smart about it and yeah you know you don't need to meet like a bunch of people i just think that i think if you meet people then just meet a, one person yeah. or an but what if you do let's, let's talk to that scale. person who's listening who's yeah. like okay i logically understand what you're saying i've been doing my best but i also i just miss people so much and sometimes that's worse than the the idea of getting sick yeah it's just that loneliness or that not being around and i'm not talking about people who are like I've got to party. <laughs> like, I've got to party or I've I'm just lost. I'm talking about people who are just saying... Meet 300 people right yeah. now. <laughs> I've got to go to Coachella right now or I will... Like, no, more like the people who are... Like, I had talked to someone who is at a company and he was having a hard time because... Not because he wanted to party or do anything social. He just really, after nine months, ten months yeah. of this, is having a hard time being productive at his job while they all work remotely yeah. when he's so used to walking into that office being energized yeah. by the energy of it yeah. and the dynamics of it, the things we took for granted for yeah. so long. Um, I just I wonder if you have a, a take on that and like how somebody might be able to... I know we can give them another few months of uh, fuel. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just... I know. I mean, I just, I definitely feel for them, and I definitely respect anyone who feels that way. Yeah. Who is also fighting against it and saying. I mean, if you are like that, then you have to be extra careful. You know, then you have to like make so sure that you really wear your mask every time. You gotta be so like uh, observant of symptoms and everything, and yeah. just just staying at home when you can, especially. Like you, if you're gonna meet some people, then being at home before that, taking tests, yeah, stuff like that. For a while. Then, then you have to. Yeah, have, I mean, you have, people... you have that extra responsibility because you can infect those people. They can infect other people. people. It's 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 not just like even about the immediate circle because the whole thing is the longer people do this, the longer the pandemic will will rage yeah yeah and, and it's you, like a fire we're trying you to don't put know out what you're causing in some cases that's so. right yeah. it, it, it it really is like a fire like anybody in california can really relate to this but it's like a yeah. fire that we're p trying to put out yeah and by going and people are still smoking in the woods yeah <laughs> people are still smoking in the woods because it's their damn right and some because of them are really need to some, some of really them need to but it's like well some of them are glamping yeah. well some of them are you know some of them are keeping warm for heat yeah i mean put, having the fire for heat and some of them are having the fire to be the fireworks display yeah. at their at their you know whatever and it's just the people who are the firefighters yeah what we're doing to our healthcare workers yeah. by not treating this as seriously as we all could and I say we because I'm trying to be inclusive, but it ain't me. I tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> but what we're doing is, it's like if you walk, if you saw firefighters risking their lives in fire, and you walked up to them and lit up a cigarette, slapped them across the face, and called them a name, and then told them that their their uh, father had died. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's really insulting. Yes. Day after day after day. 
and yeah, we see these healthcare workers say and, it. And what I don't don't want to see actually also is people on social media. Um, if you if you're like that person who's gonna meet a bunch of people, then I don't want to see it at least. <laughs> because <laughs> right, 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 right. I don't want it to be normalized. If you're gonna meet even your friends, I don't want to see it. I don't want to your selfies with like your book group of friends i don't yeah because why like why are you telling people that it's okay like they don't know if you if you test it or whatever some people are doing that well some people are doing that right so this is one of my favorites from the point of view of somebody who finds people humorous yes. not from the point of view of please do more <laughs> but i love people are like we we, we we took our mask off just for the picture yeah do you understand that covid doesn't know when the picture is being yeah. taken it's like <laughs> okay fine we're gonna stop it's, it's not like the person who stops before they walk across your picture yes <laughs> covid's like wait wait a second are you are, is it you, a selfie is this like a, this, your, this girls is gonna be your girls haven't seen each other in three months wait a second i am gonna take a break i'm gonna go over here i'm gonna act like i don't even see you <laughs> y'all take as many pictures as you need <laughs> it's just like it doesn't make logical sense yeah. and there's a lot of people though who are Here's, here's another topic that I think that, um, I don't know if I've even talked to you yeah. about this specifically, but I would think that you'd have an opinion of. What about, and I'm not trying to offend again any friends, but what about people who are like on television or filmmakers who, like we watch General Hospital and adore General Hospital. That could be an entire podcast, which it should be, but why isn't it? Why yeah. don't we have a podcast about General Hospital? <laughs> okay. That's um, a lot of questions. Yeah. <laughs> but... So, General Hospital, The Rookie, Grey's Anatomy, these are all ABC shows. So, any movie that's been filmed, they're all taking these precautions. Some, every once in a while, somebody will get COVID on these sets, and we've heard about that. Um, what do we think about, like, I guess my question is, and maybe there's not a real good answer, <laughs> but maybe, let's see, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a crack interviewer. Um, what do we think about... The fact that they're taking up so many of the testing or should we look at that as they're, t they're using a lot of tests for something that is not essential, even though General Hospital is essential. Let's get that straight right yeah. now. Um, or do we look at it as let's look at the entertainment industry as an example of how you can go on by being diligent and not being silly and, and saying we, we don't have to test and we don't have to we don't have to put these masks on in between. Do you have an opinion of that or is that? Yeah, a, a question to nowhere. It's difficult because, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm specifically, I specifically, personally wouldn't go on a set right now, you know, mm -hmm. because I don't think it's worth it. I don't yeah. think the risk risk of having it or spreading it. But we watch it, like we consume it, and we're we thankful do. that it's happening. So that's where yes. I'm trying to get a little bit of, because you, you're people. If people don't know, you are an actress, and yeah. and you would, if you got a, a a commercial or something right now, you would say no to it, right? And and, and we have, yeah. I have been asked to do interviews where people would have to come to the house and yeah. and set up, and and we've made the decision as a couple that we're yeah. not going to do that, even yeah. though, you know. Um, I haven't had my hair done in 10 months. <laughs> Your hair is awesome. Mine is not right now. Uh, so, you think my but you're awesome. but you're saying but you're saying that you just personally would just not trust that even with all of the testing and all of the precautions that you would be safe. Yeah. 
And and a bit, I mean, part of it is also okay. The set is one thing, maybe, but what about all the auditioning process mm-hmm. when you have? To... Well, that's not. Yeah, I'm not really talking about the auditioning. Yeah. I'm talking about the but, people who are people, doing shows that mm, we. Yeah, but you have to do audition people for that. Still, you have oh, to the audition day players. Day players or yeah. yeah. So that whole process. Yeah, I guess it's a real. It's a it's a wormhole to get you know go too far. It, into. The thing is, like, yeah, because it's such a big. I mean. It depends also, so I don't know the current state of things, but if there are any place where, where I mean, for a long time there there were places where tests weren't available or not enough, or, yeah. and and then you think, okay, so but these people have all these tests, and mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. that's what I was kind of starting yeah. with. I guess today, I guess today people have different, yes, yeah. today it's different, and it's also I think. I think what my ultimate question is, and I'm just realizing it, is, is that entertainment essential work if it, at scale, benefits people's state of mind? I mean, you can argue that for the same fact that you think, say, okay, there is, we give people something new and they have hope through that and... um, because there's something, some these things that they're looking forward to in their lives. They're not forever in their future. They're they're here again. Um, as long as as they don't put people in the movie theater. <laughs> yeah. So there's a difference too. There's a difference there, right? But it's, again, this is like complete privilege to say what we think is okay and what we think is not, yeah. right? So what I think personally. I'm okay with is like a Grey's Anatomy who is doing such a, in my opinion, fantastic job of trying to at scale get more people to take precautions by showing on film right. these storylines of yep. what COVID looks like. Yes, and so to me, it's like worth the risk of 200 people That's taking that risk. It's very specific. Yeah. What I would not put in that same category. No shade yeah. to. Uh, anybody, Jennifer Nettles, my my boy Snoop Dogg, who I've ne- never met, anyone else there. But there's a show called, uh, what's it called, Big and Easy or Big Fat? Something big. Big, something big. And they're doing these, uh, they're doing these stunts. And the, I don't have a problem with the judges there, the host, or even the people that are there. But they have this parking lot full of people. And at first you get excited because you're like, oh, that's so cool. Like they have everybody in the parking lot in social, social Yeah, because distance. the idea is like you have a show, right? But you can't have an audience. So they, they have like a an audience in the parking lot with their cars. Yeah. But. But. So you think that they've cracked this code yeah. of what it looks like in a post-pandemic world. Yeah. And then you start seeing them just go to people, no masks. People are hugging just each outside other of outside of the car. car. They're just like huge groups. It's just yelling. Yelling. Yelling is like the worst thing you can do. Kind of. Yelling and singing are the worst yeah. things that you can do at, you know, in front of a crowd <laughs> right now if you have COVID. <laughs> So it's it's uh, like, what's the point? I went through so many emotions when I watched that show. And yes, I watched the whole first episode because I wanted to give it a chance. It's a great show. It's actually an interesting show. I have other, I have worries about their other parts of it. Uh, for instance, I think they shouldn't have as many people doing their stunts. And they should have a higher quality of... But anyway, point is... <laughs> you... <laughs> you you have you were almost there you guys are almost there or you all were almost there with your parking lot idea because those were great ideas uh, i mean come on i think that's such a great idea to say we can't have movie theaters whatever have those outdoor theaters like yes. it's, it's such a great idea because 
yeah, people want to go to the theater and have like this, this, this experience of, hey, we are all here together and you're experiencing this new movie or whatever. Yeah, I love that. Big screen, but, but then be smart about it. Be smart about it. So, <laughs> you know, who did, was smart about it was Lovecraft. Mm-hmm. I saw Lovecraft did like a private, it was like a friends and family kind of screening drive through. Yeah. And Journey Smollett put it on her Instagram as she was going into it. And so they had to like, you had to stop and talk to someone in your car. I'm sure you had to have already taken a test or take a test at the point or something to that effect. And then um, they did it very specifically, almost like you were getting a COVID test the way they do it now. And then you go and you sit your butt in the car like it was meant to be. That's great. why do you do all that? And then... I mean, I even heard like from some EDM artists who did all kinds of concerts. You yeah, know? there was a boat concert. Yeah. You know, not that we would be able to go to that. <laughs> but there was a boat concert where there's a place that has a lot of people that have their own boats. You know, like even like Chacho um, on my team, he has his own boat. I don't know if he, he, um, it's okay to say that. He does put it on Instagram. But it's like, you know, it's in the, it's in the, in the Michigan River. Yeah, do... And, do some do something do that something makes that's sense. smart and yes. and we'll support it and we'll we'll, we'll, we'll love lo- it. It's logical. Yeah, exactly. It's it's logical. Yeah, and there's going to have to be more creativity in 2021 as we go along. I saw that concert. I think we'll kind of wrap it up here. But I saw that concert. Uh, what was it by? I can't remember who it was by, but it was by a very creative, long-standing band. Unfortunately, it's escaping me the name of the of the band. But they had a concert recently where they put everybody in bubbles. Yeah. And I, as someone who used to work in live music and who adores live music and is waiting for my chance to get back there, uh, I like the idea, but I thought, what do you, like, I was like, what do you have to do if you have to use the restroom? And they, they showed you. If you have to use the restroom, you hold up a little sign that says, I have to pee, and somebody will escort you and like roll you or take you out. And then when everybody's leaving... Everybody walks their bubble, like with their feet, they move their bubbles all at once out of the exit. So I'm like, what happens if there's an emergency? Uh, You know, so it's almost like it's like 85% there and probably this will be dated in like six months. So many people will be doing this that I'll sound like some sort of like, what is the internet? You know, (laughs) but... um, (laughs) But Katie Couric, she had a great career after she said that. <laughs> so I think we're okay. Uh, but yeah, anyway, I think it's a great to be creative. And I love that that creativity is coming from so many diverse voices. We should listen to them. We should be as careful as we can. I will continue to be judgmental and yelling at people from my lawn, out from my porch. And Anna will continue to be very, very uh, grounded and zen and logical and talk me down when I need it. And angry at times. And angry. <laughs> but when you're angry, you're so sweet. With and angry at times, I will also be. <laughs> I will also be angry as well. Okay. Well, thanks for having this. I'm going to let you eat your avocado toast that I've held you from for a little bit. That's every man, millennial should do. <laughs> yeah. Avocado toast. I'm telling you, this is from... The privileged table here. Yes. Okay, so you're going to have your avocado toast that you've been held away from for 30 minutes because I wanted to press record. That's all good. Yes. That was joy. That was part of our marriage vows. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.